0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. Super excited to be back here with another episode of my podcast, Rewarding Conversations, because I am back with, drumroll please, sean I but the <laughs> drum roll comes after the intro that was great you were ready though i was because once again we are sitting directly across from each other this yeah. is a live podcast i mean it's not live in terms of it's actually live but it's live as in we are live together so say hello to the world again sean
1: hello world
0: now i'm excited to have sean back on because if you listened a few episodes ago um it was my rambling series with sean And we got into every topic imaginable. It seems like (laughs) we talked about so many different things, chicken wings, Um, chicken wing, Harry Potter, Potter, (laughs) um, and a couple other things which I'm about to get into. But I wanted to quickly say that actually a bunch of people reached out and said that they really liked our episode. Um, One person in particular, and I have not told you this, I've saved this for right Mm. now said, you should have that guy back on. So here you (laughs) go. Now, What's interesting is that was an anonymously made comment. There was no person's name attached to it. So I wonder if it was you. It was not me. Okay. I just <laughs> want to confirm to the world that that was not Sean that said, you should have that guy back <laughs> on again. Um, but I wanted to have you back on for multiple reasons. Number one, you're just a great guest. Mm-hmm. You're you're easy to talk to. Number two, uh, deny it all you want, you have a great podcast voice. Like I listened to our Thank episode you. and I was like, This is a nice voice. (laughs) This is a nice... Number three, I have coffee again. Yeah. For everybody that listened to the first episode, Sean brought me coffee last time. And Sean comes back again this time with coffee. (laughs) And on top of that, I'm just going to tell everybody this as embarrassing as it might seem, you remembered my coffee order. I did. That meant the world (laughs) to me, Sean. I felt so happy about that. It meant the world to me. You were like, uh, uh, latte almond milk with hazelnut, right? And I was like, yes, that's exactly what my coffee order is. Um, What is your typical coffee order? What's your go-to coffee order?
1: I don't really have a typical
0: one. I just kind of, whatever I'm feeling that day. I have several that I'll go back to. This is interesting to me because I know people... (laughs) And I think I'm one of those people. I know what I want. And so you bounce around.
1: Oh, I bounce around. Is it
0: depending on mood? Typically. Okay. Or, or like the season. So like, give me some of your order. So super cold outside. It's snowing, wintry. <sighs> what What are you getting? And what, what brand are you go- If you have your choice of places to get coffee mm-hmm. from, where are you going and what are you getting? So it's... It's dead of winter in Cleveland, which anybody okay. from around here knows. That means <laughs> it is so cold out that you can barely function. Um, dead of winter Cleveland, you have your choice of places to go. Uh-huh. Where do you go and what do you get?
1: I mean, I'm going to go to Arabica because I work there.
0: Arabica, shout out. Yeah, shout out, you, out to Arabica Coffee in, in downtown Willoughby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and what are you getting? Um, and I am going to get a um, hot that's good. It's I just good. took it. Sorry, uh, everybody. <laughs> I just took a sip of my coffee. It's really
0: good. I made it. So. <laughs> and, yeah, it's really good. Anyway, you're gonna get a hot.
1: I'm gonna get a hot dirty chai with soy milk.
0: What makes it dirty?
1: Uh, it gets espresso in it. That makes it. dirty. Oh, yeah. So it chai gives it a has hunch. It does. Chai okay. has a little bit of caffeine in it, but not much. So I get it dirty.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you get the Thai, thai chai dirty with yeah. soy milk. Soy milk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hot. Now, hot. Now, are you one of those people where whether it's hot or cold out, you can get a hot or cold drink? Because some people are very, like, divisive about this. Like, I can eat soup and stew in the dead of summer. Nope. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Nope. Like, it could be 100 (laughs) degrees outside. As long as I got my central air on inside, I can eat soup and stew. Like, I can cook a hot dish, whatever it is. So, say it's blistering hot outside in Cleveland. Okay. It's the middle of July. Uh You stroll into Arabica. What are you getting?
1: Um, okay, so Tim actually just, so that's my boss over at but Shout anyway, out to Tim. Shout out to Tim. Um, he will never hear this. Anyway, nope. <laughs> Um, he did what was called a crumbleberry latte over the summer, which was fantastic. So oh. it was blueberry okay. and uh, cinnamon. And I would put oh. a little bit of honey
0: in it. It was really Ooh, good. A little I bit of honey for a little something extra. And it was really All good. Right. Was just a little extra. And, <laughs> and iced. Okay. Iced. Are you a light ice or heavy ice person?
1: Um, I am like a mid ice person. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I know
1: a lot of people are very, like, light ice. And yeah. I'm like,
0: okay. Yeah. But it's an interesting thing because I want my drink cold, but right. I don't want it watered down. Right. Because I've seen some people where, like, they'll fill up the whole cup with ice. They have those videos on, like, YouTube and stuff like that where it's, like, it actually shows how much drink you're getting when the whole right. thing is filled up with ice. And it's, right. like, not even half a cup right. of actual drink. Um. So uh, my whole thing is... I want my thing iced. I want it cold. Mm -hmm. Like, I want it to be cold, but Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be just that. But I also don't want some, like, milkshake or frappe or something like that. I'm like, I want what I want, but I want it to actually be cold without it being watered down. I feel like I just want too many things, Sean. I'm just asking the coffee world something that it's not (laughs) capable or willing to do. (laughs) I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. Coffee world, figure that out. Any listeners out there, if you have suggestions out as to how... To get my coffee drink ice cold without it being watered down, let me know. I'm I'm very interested.
1: So, uh, one of the things that I like that Tim does, too, is with ice drinks. So, he actually um, pre-brews espresso that we uh-huh. chill. Oh. So, then, like, it's not... So it's not like it's not a hot, hot, right? It's not a hot. Okay. It it depends. So like some drinks yeah. will make with hot espresso, and some people are very adamant that they want their like fresh shot of espresso in their okay. iced drink. But in my opinion, you're mixing it with a bunch of crap anyway. It's so so not really that it, big yeah, of a difference. I don't get that. So I, and I know that the coffee people out there will yell at me because it, it changes right the changes it, the it. flavor based on if it's fresh brew. But blah blah. blah, blah anyway. over it. Um. But, which I respect, like, to each their own, but I think that it's a lot easier when you use the stuff that was pre-brewed and yeah. is just super strong and you can pour it. So you get that ice, punch so without like, having
0: to worry about it getting exactly. watered down. It's almost like if you do want that punch, then what are you complaining about? Because you're right. getting it without it being, look at this, Sean is solving all the world's <laughs> solving problems all the world's right problems. now. This is amazing. All the world's coffee problems. Um, All the world's coffee problems. Or at least Adam's. (laughs) At least my coffee (laughs) problems right now. So now that we've got our coffee banter out of the way, um, Sean and I are ready to go because we have our coffee. Let's do it. We have our set um, non-water beverage in front of us. Non-water, non-coffee beverage in front of us. So cheers to that. Uh, And we are ready to go. Mm -hmm. So what I want to start with is, Mm -hmm. and I teased this right before we went live and your face lit up like a damn Christmas tree, is if anybody remembers from last episode, (laughs) Sean is doing like a dance right now. I don't know what kind of dance it is, but he's doing one. (laughs) Um, If you listened to last episode that I did with Sean, uh, we had mentioned a couple different things that he knew a lot about, but I had not really had much knowledge about. One of them was Avatar The Last Airbender. Now, since we have spoke, I have watched the first three episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, So for all of you Avatar, Last Airbender fans out there, anime fans, whatever it may be, I have officially taken the pill, the gateway drug into anime. Uh, I have a whole bunch of comments and thoughts immediately. (laughs) Number one, just to be perfectly frank, I think it's, at least from what I've seen the first three episodes, it's very well done. It's very, very well done. And I think it really balances that line so beautifully that anime tries to balance, which is it's for kids and it's for adults. Mm-hmm. It's for both. Because mm-hmm. there are really fun, goofy, jovial things that kids are going to love yes. in that show. And there are some real deep, dark, human, adult elements to that show. Yes. Um, Very dark themes. So I knew absolutely nothing about the show mm-hmm. before I started watching it. Like, literally nothing about it. One thing that surprised me was, and I don't know why I thought this because I haven't watched the movie or anything. The movie that everybody has just absolutely destroyed, destroyed. The, M- the M Night one. Yeah, um, I thought this was number one. I thought the avatar, like the last airbender, I thought it was a grown man. Number one, <laughs> I thought it was like a guy, like just a guy that uh-huh. did that. And he's a little boy, uh-huh. he's a little boy. For anybody that hasn't seen Avatar, the last airbender, number one, just check it out, just start watching it. Number two, if you don't want any spoilers <laughs> whatsoever about the first three episodes. I don't know, fast forward a couple minutes through this. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than or that, you've been warned. Get over it. <laughs> um, number one, he's a little boy. Yes. Uh, so I didn't know that. Yeah. Number two, I was like, oh, okay, so he's it's 12. a kid. Yeah, when he's a kid. And when he wakes up, I was like, okay, he's. it's going to be really deep and dark. He's a goof. Yeah. He's a little goofy kid. Yeah. Because, I mean, drum roll, right? He's a kid. Um. You know, he's this ridiculously powerful kid. Kid. Um. And you start to get a little bit of that story of why he sort of kind of ran off and everything. Mm -hmm. And and it makes sense because it's almost like he's trying to harness this ability and this power and he knows how strong he's and all that. But, like, he's a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like he's not mature enough to handle all this and the weight of all these decisions and everything. And, like, he wants to go, like, sledding on penguins, which was hilarious, (laughs) by the way. How, like... It was like a real serious moment. (laughs) Then he was like, penguins. (laughs) penguins, (laughs) And he got so excited about the penguins. Um, That was a really interesting thing because Mm. I I was like, okay, number one, I thought he was an adult. Number two, I thought it was going to be this very kind of serious thing. And he was just like a goofy little kid. Um, And it it has kind of all the elements already that I'm looking for in terms, no pun intended, all the elements. Um, But like, it, it has all of these things, you know, I'm looking for number one, very quickly, it establishes like your protagonist and your antagonist. Very quickly, mm-hmm. it tells the story of like like the Fire Nation, and you know is that is that what they're called? Yeah, it? Fire, Fire Nation, okay, and how they just did what they did, uh-huh. and not trying to give too many things away if nobody's listened. Um, but very bad things, right? Killed a lot of people. He killed a lot of people. A lot of... Over the course of, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I like that one moment where they basically explain to you how old he is or mm-hmm. how long he's been around. And he's like, wait, you don't remember that war? And that war was, like, over 100 years ago. So you're like, holy crap. Like, he's been gone for a and long, is still happening. long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So over the course of 100-plus years, mm-hmm. this Fire Nation's been killing people. So it's that's pretty brutal. Um, yeah. And it, it's really interesting. Uh, what One of the characters I'm most curious about is... The old guy that's with the Fire Nation, the old Mister Miyagi guy, Iro. Yeah, we'll go with that. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to preface everything from now on with, I'm very bad with names, <laughs> both in real life and apparently in anime. Um, so I Sean's going to have to explain <laughs> all the names. So the the little Mister Miyagi guy with the yes. Fire Nation. What's really interesting is it almost is that sense of any great villain of like, they don't view themselves as villains, right? They're Mm -hmm. just like, they have a mission, Mm -hmm. they have a goal and Mm -hmm. they're going to do with it because the little old guy seems like the sweetest, most adorable, most like, Oh, he's like a little Mr. Miyagi, but he's also behind this nation, like just massacring people. (laughs) And he's like, totally fine with it. Um, which is not cool. Um, and then one other thing i wanted to mention before my rambling will be done and then you can sort of take over with your thoughts is <laughs> oh, i'm so excited so the main uh, when You're the show when multiple the, times good. talking already Yay.
1: like i'm <laughs> super excited when, when
0: the show first starts it's that um brother and sister mm-hmm. right the the two other main people yeah. um what are their names dean you, your...
1: uh katara yeah. and um um oh my god sokka
0: okay um one thing that i really liked was um Saka, that's the guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Saka. Yeah. Um, he's a big goof, yes. right? He's he's a total weirdo. But when that Fire Nation starts coming, like on his village, I think it's like in the second or third episode, whatever mm-hmm. it is, everybody else is like kind of cowering the corner, and he stands like at the wall, like yeah. knowing, yeah, that he's going to get massacred, yeah. that he's going to be killed. That there's this giant metal and, ship coming at this stands, tiny little ice and wall. and then the shit, the ship starts to hit mm-hmm. and starts to break down the wall, and he doesn't move. Yeah, he doesn't stop. Which I loved so much because I was like, okay, there's this goofy guy that's just, like, makes a joke out of everything and blah, blah, blah. But when push comes to shove, he's ready to go. Yeah. And that immediately, I'm like, I like that guy. Mm -hmm. Immediately, I'm like, okay, I'm cool with that guy because I really like characters that do that. I like characters that can be kind of the, the goofy heart of things and make fun of things and... You know, just kind of be goofy and put people down, and all this stuff, and then stuff gets real, and they're like, "All right, let's go." Mm-hmm. Like they they put all of that away and they get mm-hmm. real serious. Um, so yeah, a lot to unpack. Uh, a lot happens in the first few episodes. They yes. get to it very quickly. They're like, hey, you know what? You should go master the other ones. All right, cool. Let's do that. Let's go on a right. quest and go. It sets the stage immediately yeah. for it's, everything It does that things happens. very, very, yeah. it introduces characters. It explains backstories, subplots. Mm-hmm. You find out who the villains are. You find out who the heroes are. Um, you, you get a sense of the gravity of the situation that it's been over 100 years. You get the idea of what he needs to do to, you know, the quest is acknowledged. Let's go on it. Boom. Yep, like it's just Here we go. and each episode's like 20 or so minutes, right? So you have less than an hour of storytelling and you already have a huge picture yep. like laid out in front of you. So just the first few episodes I've saw kudos. It's well mm-hmm. well done just the first few. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. So all right, go ahead.
1: I can't wait for you to get through the rest of it okay. because it's it just continues to be a masterclass in my opinion in that's what
0: I've heard. In storytelling. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um,
1: the other thing that I'm going to say is that there will be many people that will argue with you about whether or not it's an anime.
0: Oh, wait, why? Because it that?
1: was done in the West.
0: It was oh, not, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Japanese. Because it was a Nickelodeon show, It's Nickelodeon, right? yeah. Yep. Which
1: is so bonkers to and me. And it clearly takes a lot yeah. of, yeah. a lot of inspiration from classic anime, especially yeah. as it goes on. Like, yeah. there are very classic um, scenes that are like, oh, that's from this show, or that's yeah. it's, or just tropes that happen. So with people the that animation. don't think it's
0: anime, what do they? They just say it's. An so anime? So the argument
1: it, is because it's it's anime that it's not from Japan. Okay. So the argument is that it's an animated show that okay.
0: takes cues from from anime. anime. Okay. Yes. What are your thoughts about this?
1: Um, I don't consider myself enough of an anime fan in general. I am. So I, I I don't really have an opinion one way or the other.
0: Or you just enjoy the show. I just enjoy yeah. the show. I have anime shows that I, I, like I, 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 shows that I really yeah. enjoy.
1: Um, So I'm not going to argue one way or the other. But I yeah. will tell you that there are people that will die on the hill and say that Ooh. Avatar The Last Airbender is all not right. an anime.
0: I'll, just, I'll be careful what <laughs> group of people I bring this up to. And I definitely won't talk about right? it on a public forum like this. I just will avoid that at all costs.
1: Um. But yeah, the thing the thing that I think is incredible, especially about even just the first couple of minutes, like you have Katara narrating and you get the entirety of the gravity of the situation yeah. right there. Yeah, it's You're made like, very clear. Oh, yeah. there are these four nations. All of them are based around the fact that they that they have different people that can bend these four different elements. This yeah. is where these cultures have come out of, is the fact that people can bend these different elements. There's this one dude who's can bend them all. Oh crap, he's gone. Now what? Now the Fire Nation is coming to attack, and we can't find him. Yeah, um, he's the only one that can really so there's no solve protection. There's, there's no protection. Yeah. Yeah. They're just expanding. So he's sort war of brings, been going on for a hundred years.
0: Like if you are a Star Wars attribute it, he brings the balance to the Force. Essentially, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's, he's the balance. He's the balance. Yeah, because um, he can
0: kind of keep every single nation in check. Right. And just to be clear, the nations are water, fire. Um, earth and air, earth and air. Yeah. yeah. So he he's kind of the checks and balances for yeah. all of them. Okay. And the thing. Is, sorry, I have like my hair is. I I on can see end. it. I can <laughs> see <laughs> it. You are
1: pumped right I am now. I'm pumped. So, like Adam was talking about in episode, you watched episode three, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when they go to the Southern Air Temple. Yeah. yeah. That episode, in my opinion, is what really establishes the the size of yeah. what they're trying to do yeah. because ang this kid who okay so spoiler alert blah 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 he was in an iceberg for a hundred years so yeah. he doesn't realize that he wasn't around for those hundred years he basically got frozen he was basically han solo in the carbonite but for a hundred years before yeah. he was melted and let out
0: yeah
1: um so to him he was just there. The Southern Air Temple is his home.
0: Yeah. He was just there he was and just, he just there. left. And yes, but, but it was over 100 years ago.
1: And in episode three, they come back.
0: Yeah. And it's brutal. And he
1: finds Gyatso, who was his mentor, who was killed by, and there's a whole, there's this whole big, yeah. there's a lot of fan theories about like how Gyatso died and because he's surrounded by Fire Nation. Um, but the fact that Aang sees him and all of that realization of, I wasn't here. Yeah. For a 12-year-old yeah. to think, like, I wasn't here to help. I yeah. wasn't here to stop this. Yeah. And you find out a little bit later Why? Um, I'm going to do my very best to not give you any spoilers. Okay, all right.
0: All <laughs> because right.
1: I'm very well, this, excited for you to keep We'll just to have to come going. back for
0: like a part three. I would
1: love that. Okay. right, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. But I agree. I mean, right off the bat, you get, you get Katara and Sokka's sibling relationship. Yeah. You know, Sokka's like, every time you play with magic water, I always get wet. So yeah. immediately you're like, oh, okay, there's this magic water thing. Okay. Cool. And Katara kind of knows what she's doing but not but kind really of not. Yeah. and yeah. just just yeah and but i love what you said about saka always being the one who's going to step up like yeah. he's the goofy one absolutely yeah. he yeah. he's the comedic relief yeah he was hilarious sure. in the he's first he's so few. funny yeah, he's
0: really funny yeah but, but he's
1: always uh, yeah going to be there
0: yeah
1: and he's going to stand his ground and he's going to fight because saka sees himself as a warrior yeah um, but Sokka's only... I think Sokka's 15 or 16. Yeah. Um, and Katara's 14. Yeah. So, like...
0: They're all kids. They're all kids. They're all <laughs> right?
1: kids. Even yeah. Zuko. Like, Zuko is 17, I think. 16 or 17 mm-hmm. in the... um yeah. And Zuko's the the angsty, angry prince. Yeah. Um, uh, but I love what you said about Iroh being the, the Mr. Miyagi, because he absolutely is. Yeah. Um. But I... They... <sighs> I just i i i i'm just really excited. One, that one <laughs> other thing I wanted to make sure I talked about um,
0: was so um the the last Airbender Ang right yes um what what is the one that he's mastered already?
1: So he was born. So the way that the, he is mastered air, air. Yeah. yeah. So the way that it goes is that the Avatar, when the Avatar dies, they are reincarnated into the next nation. Yeah. So Roku, who was the Avatar before Aang, um, was a member of the Fire Nation. Um, So then when Roku died, Aang was born into the Air Air Nomads.
0: So he's mastered the air, right? Mm -hmm. But what was really interesting was, like, when he... Um, was it the end of like episode two with the yep. Fire Nation? Was there, yep, and they knocked him into the water and yep. he's falling down. And then this giant, like, hurricane of water comes out with him, uh-huh. and he's all like the eyes go white and yep. a little arrow thing. And yep, and you're like, oh boy, he's yep. furious, but it's almost like he blacks out when that happens uh-huh. because, like, when he comes to it, it's just like, what happened? Yep, and you're like, oh, you uh, you tore everybody up, everybody that's up. what happened. Yeah, so it, what it seems like, at least to me, and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, but all of this ability is like locked away inside of him and he just has to sort of unlock it. But when he's in that life or death kind of situation, Mm. it's almost like the ability just takes over. Like his body goes away and the ability takes over because like he's dropping down in this freezing cold water and he's just going like a rock to the bottom. Uh And then he just comes up literally in like a hurricane of water. And he just looks like basically the visual is I, I paused it and you see this visual and it's like, What's cool is playing with shapes and playing with size, right? So, like, they're very small, and this huge ship comes along, and the ship is so massive, and then when he comes up out of that water, he's, like, above the ship then. Mm. And it gives you that gravity of, like, oh, so when Homeboy needs to tap into it, he's just beyond powerful. Like, he's... Nobody can mess with him. But he... It doesn't seem like he can at least at will tap into it. Mm. It's like a fight-or-flight kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And when he's when he's put into a situation where he's basically gonna die or something, like it's like the ability almost takes over. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. So does that happen with the other kind of abilities along the way? Like with um, earth and fire and all that? Because my whole thing see. is if the Fire Nation's like attacking him yes. like with fire or whatever, couldn't he just be like, no Um you know, like, That it, does it, like, ha stop. so like yeah.
1: you will see that when um especially later in the series you'll see benders of the same bending style going back and forth and that
0: can happen. So wait 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They're not all completely in unison like 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 same nations but different people like they're they're against each other or they like fight each so other. So
1: sometimes sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um so you will I thought, see I felt like everybody
0: in the Fire Nation was completely united in one thing and or is it almost like so, anything else where it, there's you know, there's people on both sides of things, and be like, "Hey, this isn't okay. Like the, you know, you're giving us a bad name. Oh man, you just want to say there's so much. Don't you? So many
1: things. So there's... for those of you that are listening that have seen the show, you can
0: understand
1: because there's so should many things we, that you're saying that I'm like,
0: do can we do like a spoiler announcement, and you can just say everything you want to say?
1: No, because I want you, you to. Want to I do. It, right? I want you to okay. exp- because it's and this is selfishly yeah. because I'm having such a fun time. Hearing you say things because your
0: face is lit up like a Christmas I, I know tree. I it is.
1: This. I love this. because when you're what what did you call it? The ability. Mm-hmm. So, I minor spoiler: the ability gets a name later on. Oh, okay. So, hearing you call it the yeah. ability yeah. is funny because yeah. the fandom knows exactly what it's called. Okay. <laughs> so I just am, I like
0: that I'm discovering that it, you're yeah. discovering
1: it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are. So, like, I feel like just with anything, like, there are—and again, minor spoiler—there are members of the Fire Nation who realize that their nation is literally causing mass genocide and yeah. being basically a—they are colonizing the entire rest yeah. of not the cool. world, but which is cool. terrible. Yeah. There are definitely people in the Fire Nation that realize that. Yeah. Um, there are people in the Earth Kingdom who are not great people, who yeah. are— out for themselves like so it's like anything it, the, else there's good yes. and bad everywhere that's why i think the show is so good because it shows it, it it it's it's a world it's a fantastical world but it's built around being human yeah and that's what they don't f- ever forget you know that's what i think is so brilliant about the showrunners and about the writers is yeah. they don't ever forget that they are writing people yeah and emotions and that it is a war and there are so many different agendas in life from yeah. different people and they never forget that and it's just so brilliantly
0: done yeah
1: um the first season i will say a big criticism that the first season gets is that there are a lot of like quote-unquote filler episodes yeah um because they're still trying to kind of find their feet and figure out where they're going rhythm yeah their rhythm, rhythm. yeah but I love the filler episodes too. Like each yeah. episode, like there's always a purpose to the episode. Like yeah. there's never an episode that you're like, what this had no
0: Yeah. This has no because nothing there's to always like there's else. always yeah. some
1: sort of character development or some sort of for sure. Cool bending thing that happens or, you know, yeah, what have you. So
0: I'm, I'm excited for you I'm to watch very, the rest. <laughs> Yeah, I'm very intrigued by it. Um because I have I have so many questions, like so so many questions. Like, mm-hmm. like number one for me, I uh, you know just start with Ang, right? Like the mm-hmm. Avatar. Like, do they do they live longer than normal people? Can they die like anybody else, or do their quote unquote I know right abilities like protect them from dying? Like. Like, and I don't expect the answers to it. It's just, these are all the things in my head. I mean, yeah. like, are the avatars always good people or are they ever bad people? Because, like, if an avatar is a bad person, that's uh-huh. awful. Uh-huh. But I almost feel like that would be, that would be like a sub- a sub like show that I would yeah. make itself of all the other nations having to come together yeah. to be like, all right, we gotta stop this thing that we can't stop. Like what do we do? Oh look, the world is united, you know? Because like what happens if the one guy that can control everything isn't a good guy. Isn't
1: a good person?
0: That's a really scary thought because mm-hmm. it's very clear this ANG kid, he's he just got a heart of gold. Yes. He's a child. Like he he hasn't been poisoned by the world. Well Yet. at least initially. Um but that wasn't my immediate thought. The person that I watched it with, uh Lynn, like when we paused it, I, I remember I said to her, I said, Well, what if the Avatar's not a good person? And she's like, Hmm. Yeah. She's <laughs> I think she, she said she watched it two or three times. She's watched oh, it yeah. two or three yeah. times. So she's like, Hmm. Yeah, yeah interesting. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> um, you know, but but it made me it made me think like and question like a lot of things. And mm. and that's always a cool thing about a show. When you can start watch or a film, when you start watching something and it immediately makes you think this, 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 this. It's like, okay, well, the, the show is doing what it should do. Yes. It's making you – you're getting invested. Yes. like, And I already felt after just a couple episodes, I was like, cool, I'm invested in this show. Yep. Um, so I definitely want to keep watching more of it.
1: Yep. And the reason that I think people get so invested is because of the world building and because of the characters. Like you said, that you immediately like Sokka because, you know, he's the goofball, yeah. but he also, like... Love that. is
0: such a great character. Yeah. All of
1: them. Like, yeah. they all... Honestly, I would say that probably the least dynamic character, and I think people will probably get a little upset with me about this, but probably the least dynamic character would be Katara. Because um, Katara's kind of your... She's the rock, in my yeah. opinion, of the show. Yeah. Um
0: Characters can be one note and still good yeah. characters. Oh 100 yeah. percent She's
1: yeah. one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. Yeah. Um, I think guitar is incredible. She's very, in my opinion, very similar to a Hermione type. Okay. Um
0: and we're gonna get into that. We'll get folks, into that too. Because that's except, where we ended the last podcast. Except she
1: is not um similar. I would say in one aspect, Sokka is probably more similar to Hermione. Um and because Sokka tends to be the fix it man. Yeah, he's the one that yeah. comes up with the plan and like figures out, okay, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get through this? Yeah. yeah, Um, and I think that's so important for his character too because, you know, he's not a bender. Yeah. So what are you in this world what, what do you of have these people contribute? that can do fantastical yeah. what things? What are you gonna contribute? Right. Yeah. And that's like, he's such a fantastic character in that way because he is. Valuable, and he is yeah. valued. Like he's not just the comic relief, which I think could have been such an easy thing yeah. to do—is just make him the goofball who can't do that's anything. That's what I thought he because... was going to be. Exactly. I was like, "Oh,
0: cool! Like right. little, little doofy brother who's right. just going to be like the sidekick that's going to be annoying." Mm-hmm. And then you see him, see him standing guard at the wall, and I was like, "Oh, character oh, development! Yeah. Here we go! Yeah. Like layers! Here we go!" Yeah. yeah.
1: And there's another character you'll meet later on who, she seems very one note but is not at all. And she she'll come in the second season. And I'm excited for you to get there because in my opinion, the second season is probably the best season. Oh, okay. Um, the third is fantastic. The finale, in my opinion, is one of the greatest finales of a TV show ever. Um, hot take. (laughs) I I was
0: going to say, what's really interesting is you said, and this is where we go off on tangents, right? right? You said, you know, you know, one of the greatest finales of a TV show ever, I have, like, immediately I went in my head of, like, favorite TV finales ever as mm-hmm. soon as you said that. Like, for me, it's, like, Boy Meets World. Have you yes. ever seen Boy oh Meets World God. is, like, the best finale ever. How are we going to make me I, cry? I love you all. Class dismissed is one of the greatest lines ever spoken on television. Like, I'm going to give Sean a minute, so I'm going to keep talking. Um, but all four of them coming back to that classroom, and Mr. Feeney being Mr. Feeney, literally I can quote, like, the entire, like, him going, he goes, like, What? Like, what do you, what do you guys want from me? And, and then, you know, they're all doing, they're talking and then Eric says, tell us you love us, Mm -hmm. you know? And then the Corey, of course, goofy says like, you haven't even talked to another student in like seven (laughs) years. Um, and you just hear like the laugh track come in and everything. And then each one of them says their goodbyes, cool trivia about that last episode is um, they were basically told what lines to say, but they were allowed to say goodbye in whatever way they wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, So Topanga hugging, you know, sort of made sense, you know, and Feeney kind of awkwardly like, you know, um, and, you know, Sean says, you know, his goodbye. um, You never gave up on
1: me. Yeah. Ah, You never
0: gave up on me. Never once. Uh, And he says, like, you're the best person I know. And Mr. Feeney puts out his hand to shake and Sean goes in and hugs him. Um, And then, of course, Eric being Eric says, um, you know, I'm going to be a good person who cares about people. And I blame you for that. I (laughs) love that so much. I laughed so. So when I watched that original finale, I would say I laughed so hard in the middle of all the crying I was doing. Um, And then, you know. Corey saying, like, you're going to sneak up on us in Central Park. And, <laughs> and he says, like, no, I shall remain here. And then he says, like, no, you'll always be with us as long as we live, okay? And he kind of nods and they hug each other. And then just, I love you all, class dismissed. That's probably my favorite finale ever. it's It was – that was the show yeah. probably, uh, you know, if I had to just pick one show that I really kind of grew up with that I, I felt like understood me probably the best, it was Boy its World. Boy Meets World. And it's one of the rare shows where I think the later seasons are much better than the early
1: seasons. 100%.
0: Much better. The early seasons, like, I could really take or leave. But as soon as they really got into high school. So good. Yes. So, so good. I mean, you deal with... The Sean and Angela stuff is fantastic. They deal with with bullying. They deal with cheating. They deal with racism. Mm -hmm. They deal with love. They deal with the military. They deal with alcohol. They deal with with alcohol, drugs, death. Death. Like, Sean's Mm death. Like, they deal... With everything that every teenager either deals about or thinks about Mm -hmm. or experiences or sees, they cover everything. And you see so much amazing character development. Um, And at the heart of it all is, like, friendship, love. And Feeney. Feeny, (laughs) I mean, the absolute best, right? I love in the series finale when Eric makes him the Feeny doll. (laughs) Yes. He's like, Feeny, Feeny. Feeny. <laughs> Feeny. and he's like say you love the feeney call and it goes through all the feeney calls throughout the end. and then mr feeney goes i love the feeney call and he goes i thought you would <laughs> um but I, the finale is just the absolute best another finale that i am absolutely bonkers about that i i tell everybody that i meet to watch this show so i'm telling you right now um the show fleabag on amazon yeah phoebe waller bridge it. mm-hmm. um it's only two seasons uh they wanted to go on forever and she said no um because it was based on her one woman show Mm -hmm. um the season two finale the final episode it's one of those ones where i just watch it every once in a while like everybody out there knows you have those moments where you just want to have all the feels right where you listen to sad songs yes watch sad clips thank you everybody does it pretend like you don't go ahead and do it hold on I'm gonna give you a moment to pretend like you don't, to think in your head. I don't do that. To say out loud to the person sitting next to you, I don't do that. But you know you do. Um, the series finale of Fleabag, the final episode of season two, that's one that gets me. Yeah. Um. It yeah, is. It is the most. Uh, it is such a beautiful culmination of the journey that this character has gone on. Mm-hmm. And she seems what made me think of it was what you said about one note. She seems like the most one note character ever. And it is the absolute brilliant, brilliant writing and storytelling of Phoebe Waller bridge um, that this woman who seems so one note and so just like, honestly, she's like an anti-protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like she's the protagonist cause the story's about her, but like, she does so much stuff that you don't like where you're like, if I knew this person in real life, you'd be that person in the friend group that nobody wants to actually hang out with, but they do just because you're there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And to see the, the kind of full circle that her character does and where she ends up in the very last episode in the very last scene um, is some of the best storytelling I've ever, ever seen movie film you know, whatever whatever medium you want to talk about, um, the last episode of season two, the the finale, is one of the that. most beautiful storytelling moments I've ever seen. Um, it's very minimal dialogue, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it gets me. Mm-hmm. It, it when I'm when I'm having one of those moments where I'm like I'm feeling the feels, I'll watch the Boy Meets World finale. I'll watch the Fleabag finale. Uh-huh. Um, I'll watch, uh, like episode of Shits Creek. Um, if anybody's seen it out there, when Patrick sings to David up on stage, um, you need to watch Shits Creek.
1: I've tried t- so many times and I get to I'm the telling like, you. fourth or fifth episode every time. And I'm like, I don't know that I All like those. Right,
0: so everybody out there take a collective moment to shame, uh, shame, yeah, my friend, yeah, Sean. Sean. No, I'm down. just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what's really funny is I actually have a few coworkers that have said the exact same thing. Like I try to get through it and I just can't. Like, it's not my cup of funny. Like, it's not... I'm not actually and laughing. I, the
1: thing is, is I enjoy, like, the first three episodes, yeah. and I think they're funny. And then I get to, like, four and five, and I'm like, eh.
0: Yeah, so the show mm. the show really hits its stride, I would say, in, like, season three. Okay. Um, and, and by that, I mean, the first two seasons are good. They're really mm-hmm. funny. But, like, season three, it really hits its stride. And one of the best moments in all of television that I've ever seen in my life is when... Anybody out there that has seen the show, you will know what I'm talking about. When Patrick sings to David on stage, I cannot keep it together. I just straight up cry every time I watch that scene because it's just one of the most beautiful scenes. Um, And uh, Catherine O'Hara, who plays the mother Mm -hmm. in the show, um, in the behind the scenes, she said, like, if you really – they sort of cut the frame. So her character is not in it as – because she's standing right next to David, Mm -hmm. Dan Levy's character. And you will see her occasionally kind of like touch her face. She said, I could not keep it together during the scene. She was like, I literally just kept crying every single take. So they almost like kind of cut her out of her. So it's not too distracting. And she says like, I'm a professional actor. I've been doing this for like (laughs) 40 years and I couldn't keep it together because it's such like an incredible and a beautiful moment and the cool thing is yeah. the the character of Patrick is played by Noah Reed who is a singer musician in real life mm-hmm. so he's got a great voice he's really playing the guitar he's really singing like um and Those just are special. yeah the way he puts it together and the way he sings it yeah. is just absolutely incredible um you know and and i'm sure i could think of other great but there's also so many what's funny about finales is it's like the hardest thing to do right because oh yeah hardest thing fin- to do well when a finale ends right the, the world keeps going. Right. And that's what I'm always thinking about. Mm-hmm. So, like, a show ends, and it's like, well, all those characters keep going. Unless the show is about the end of the world, right? Like, the characters right. keep going. They're going to keep going. So, it's all about when you choose to stop it. Right. You know? so stop there telling are, those,
1: those stories of those characters.
0: There are certain shows that I absolutely love that I have thought have had terrible finales. Like, I love the show Breaking Bad. I okay. love Breaking Bad. I do not like the finale <laughs> at all. The last season is just not good, um, in my opinion. But the actual finale, like when it ended, I was like, seriously, this is what we're doing? <laughs> that's what happened. One of the greatest shows ever made. And <laughs> this is the finale. I did not like it at all. Um And I almost feel like that's sort of like a hot take because I know people that loved it. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. You're wrong. But that's nice. Um Are there, are there any finales of, of shows or movies that really bugged you? Ones that you were just like, what? This isn't what I wanted for my characters. These are my characters. This isn't what I wanted.
1: Um, See, I've been trying to think about this. And the funny thing is, like, I know that there are plenty of shows that I've watched. Or shows that went off the
0: rails, like Orange is the New Black. You know what's... Orange is the New Black was so good. The first few seasons of that show, my wife and I absolutely loved. And it went so hard off the rails that Mm. we just gave up on it. We just walked away from it. So my
1: go-to comfort show is Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Grey's Anatomy They're has gone s- off the fucking rails. They're
0: in season 130 now, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and counting. Yeah, and counting. Uh-huh. And they just signed on for 30 more seasons, yep. so yeah. Yep. Isn't that isn't the main woman dead yet? Like it, she's she's, she's been, let's see. She's she survived
1: show. drowning naturally. Being in a plane crash. Of course. A gunman who she told to shoot her. For sure. Um COVID.
0: Yeah, that happens. Um <laughs> At what point um, do they discover that she's Superwoman? Like, at what point of the show do they just... Dis- oh, you know what? We actually just discovered you're invincible. Go yeah, right. Good. Yeah. Good call. You you're actually, actually can't from Krypton. Die. You're from Krypton. So, and that's yeah, it's sort of interesting, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Patrick uh, Dempsey's off that show, right?
1: Yeah, he died but, in at the end of season eleven.
0: Which was thirty seasons ago. Which is yeah. thirty
1: seasons ago, yeah.
0: Now, did he leave the show because he said, Hey everybody, um, what are we doing here? What is happening? So the Or did he just get tired of making money?
1: I think the party line is that he was asked to leave.
0: That he was asked yeah, to leave?
1: Yeah, so he oh. the the rumor mill was that he was having an affair with someone who worked on set.
0: Naughty naughty. Yes.
1: And so he was, <laughs> they were basically like, um, you can kind of, and the crazy thing was that like, so uh, another hot take, um, and Ellen Pompeo's has done many interviews about like, she would ask Patrick, like, Hey, can we go and, um, and try to work out our salaries together, you know, and try to, to be like a oh, yeah. unit like- because they basically, when she would ask for more money, they would be
0: like, you can leave. We have Patrick. Wait, yeah. But but Grey's Anatomy, that's her name, right?
1: Yes, which I think is very bold. So
0: the show is named after her. Her and character they told her she could walk. Yeah. And they were like, We've got Patrick. That makes sense.
1: Right? Like, what? It, it's insane. Okay. But I mean, the woman, it, like, love Grey's Anatomy or hate it, you have to respect Ellen Pompeo. Yeah. Like, that woman has played the same character for since 2005. So
0: that's when it came yes, on
1: 16 years. She's played the same character. Oh They're going gosh. into season 18 right now.
0: I was a wait. I was a soft, a freshman slash sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't even in high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, oh my gosh. It's been on that long. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I'm, old, I'm old.
1: She is the highest paid person person in television. She's an executive. Oh, it's gotta be. She's gotta be at least a million an episode. I would say probably more because she executive produces too. If I'm
0: making a million an episode, I will literally do the show until I die.
1: Right, and that's what she said. She's literally been like, "I'll stop when I think I'm ready," and that's pretty much like okay.
0: Are they gonna change the name eventually to like Gray's Retirement Home?
1: Probably. So she can't
0: walk anymore, or I, I have. I have a very like. Specific
1: way that I want the
0: show to okay. end. Okay, all right. Tell me, tell me how. <laughs> so, listen, for I know the writers out there are listening, right? Uh-huh, now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As as they should be. This will never. Sean happen. Sean is about <laughs> to tell you how you should end the show, and he's not even going to ask for any money or anything.
1: Nope, not all right, at all. Go ahead. If this happens, I will. I if will. If this happens, we run. have
0: a record. We do that. You that gave I, the yes. idea of how it should end. So we say a meteorite is coming the... towards Earth, and they ask her <laughs> to surgically remove it from its path. <laughs>
1: Please throw a scalpel at this meteorite and knock it off course. She's
0: like, I got this guy. I got this. My name is Meredith fucking Gray. And then it it works. Because they discover that she's Superwoman. (laughs) You actually can fly and turn invisible, believe it or not. It's crazy. You you didn't... Did you not know? You didn't know you had every power? Did
1: you not realize that you were actually a mutant? Your name is really Jean Grey, not Meredith. And And go. And go. Series finale. So... The show, believe it or not, even despite season 17 being all about the pandemic, which was a choice, but anyway, I mean, I I respect it in certain senses, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, this is a lot. Anyway, um, the show, believe it or not, has gotten much less dark than it used to be, okay. in my
0: opinion. Really? Okay. Yes.
1: Um, but the way that I want it to end, so again, spoiler alert for, you know, a season that came out 15 years ago. um her mom had Alzheimer's and in the earlier set in the like first 10 seasons, it was a big thing of like, is Meredith going to get Alzheimer's oh, yeah. because it's genetic. Yeah. Obviously Meredith is, I'm pretty sure the character Meredith gray is now older than her mom was when her mom first started showing symptoms. So anyway, oh. um, but there was a scene where Meredith's mom was in a, a home Mm -hmm. Um, and Meredith went to visit and her mom looks at her and she goes, you remind me an awful lot of my daughter. So a big thing in the show is Meredith doing voiceovers. Mm -hmm. So Meredith's oldest daughter, her name is Zola. I really want the final scene to be Meredith back in that home. And the voiceover changes and becomes Zola's voiceover. And then you see Zola sitting with, meredith and meredith going you remind me an awful lot of my daughter and
0: then black <laughs> oh
1: that's what i want
0: so, so that so that everybody is wrecked all at the same yes. time. yes so <laughs> then you're like oh what happened yeah it cuts to hard black and everybody's a mess yep. right you all remind right, me an awful so, lot of my daughter it's black so announcing this to the world right now if that's what happens we have a record it was mine that Sean came up with the idea, um, and he's going to get paid because I am his agent. If this if this does happen, and managers make uh, ten to thirty percent, um, we can negotiate that. Yep. But uh, that's yeah. I mean, that would be cool, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And but that will never happen
1: because it's not. I wonder they're going to do like a happy, like yeah. jovial. I, I wonder oh my if God, the look show at how long it was and all of these people and remembrance and everything. And, I,
0: if I was running a show, even if I didn't use their ideas at all, if I was trying to make a finale or whatever, I would bring in hardcore fans. I would find casual fans and I would find people that have watched one or two episodes mm-hmm. and I would pull them all and ask them how they would end it because oh, I, I want to know what the hardcore fans say, what the casual fans say and what the whatever fans say. Um and if what you're thinking is so polar opposite of anything that any of them are thinking, then I think you have a problem.
1: It's probably not good. Right?
0: Because, you know, people will burn it down. Um, one of the worst things is disappointing your core audience. Yes. You know, it's, it's the people that keep, that keep it going by tuning in every week. When you completely betray them, that is brutal. That's like, and and it's almost like a whatever thing because it's like, well, the show's over. What are you going to do? We've already made our money. We're not telling the story anymore. Who cares, right? It's
1: so disrespectful. It's
0: really bad. It's awful. It's really, really bad. Like, Um, this is going to be jumping on the hate bandwagon, but I don't care. Like Game of Thrones. And I think this is a perfect place to take a timeout. Uh, We're going to come back to you with uh, episode two. I didn't plan for this to be two episodes, but we just got so deep into all this conversation. Uh, I want to make sure the viewers get a little bit of a break because Sean and I can just talk forever. So uh, this is going to be our break, but don't worry. Episode two of our second rambling series with Sean uh, is going to be coming out very soon. So for all of you out there, thank you for listening. um, And we'll be back with episode two very soon.